Hey man, giving you a call a little early, hope that's okay. Yeah, it should be fine. Yeah, let me just, uh, I'll be playing in bed with my wife. Ooh. Let me just get up real quick. Yeah, get up, get dressed, and then, uh, let's do this. Shake the dew off the lily, and let's get going. <laughs> so to speak, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, how are things, man? Things are good. We were, well, we're back at school. I got like I had 40 students absent today, so that's Jeez. like bananas. But uh, things are going well. Uh, yeah. I feel refreshed. I feel good. Uh, um, the boys are getting into video games. Which, you know, I kind of wanted to change this episode into more of a, Z- a Zelda retrospective if we could, because I've been playing a lot of Link's Awakening. So, oh yeah, that's fine, man. Because I didn't play a whole hell of a lot of this game. And this okay, cool. I'm playing the one for Switch, so it's actually I have some like good good info to share. Oh, cool, cool. So, yeah, I ended up playing the one on um, uh, GameCube. Ah, very good. Yeah, because the N64 version was. Uh, I guess I have to have a specific memory pack or uh, something. I'm not sure what I did with mine. I was playing it on, um, well, now we're getting ahead of our, well, we're, I'm recording, so I guess this is all part of it. Uh, it don't matter. I was, uh, well, I don't want to get too much into all the stories. I was playing the um, one on the 3DS, and this, like, girl at uh, my school was helping me, and then she got COVID, so she's been gone this whole school year. 
or you know, since oh, wow. since I mean, there's not the whole school year since January since we came back. So I was like, yes. depending on her to like come back, and I was like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna buckle down and get a lot of this done. And then she is yet yeah. she is yet to return. So I was like, well, do I forge on without her or do I wait? So I've decided to wait, and I've been, but I've been playing a lot of like I said, Link's Awakening. So I was like, well. I got a lot of Zelda to talk about, so that's, uh, hopefully our listeners are appreciative about that. Oh, yeah, I mean, just us getting anything out at this point to the two or three people that still listen. Two or three, (laughs) all of our sponsors, though, I worry about them dropping us, so that's... Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah. Hey, have you, um, the the, uh, new movie, the Resident Evil movie, have you checked that out yet? I I haven't, no, I haven't seen much anything. I'm I'm, I'm very far behind. The newest thing I watched was the new Matrix. I don't know if you've seen that yet. I haven't seen that. That's, uh, that was one of those things, same with uh, Resident Evil. I was hoping you'd seen it because, like, I can't watch that with the kids anywhere near me. So, the yeah, the, the, the time frames I have to—I haven't seen the new Spider-Man yet, which is like just yeah, sick either. to my stomach. But me too, because every time the people start talking about it, I, I, I'm afraid I'm gleaning just a little too much info. Yes, I haven't yeah. been on social media at all. I'm trying not to read anything, to avoid but it's it. tough. Yeah. We have a drive-in near us, and I think I'm just going to like tear out there one night and just check it out because I'm scared, sure. to, scared to go to a movie theater right now. Yeah, right? It's real scary. And, uh, speaking yeah, of right like, COVID and all that, uh, yeah, the girl um, yesterday, was it yesterday? Monday? Yeah, Monday, yesterday. Uh, they called me at like 11 and said, your daughter's throwing up, uh, come get her. And God. So, went in and I don't know that it's COVID. She seems to be a lot better today. I'm mm-hmm. still sick, but got me and my wife a little under the weather too, although I'm feeling more or less okay now. If okay. if a little weak. But uh, I think it was like just a twenty four hour thing. But yeah, poor thing had me scared gritless, you know, she was yeah. vomiting and headache and amidst all this and you know, of course she's not gonna be able to go to school for several days because these days if you you know if you have a fever that's you know four days right there you're mm-hmm. out of school so 72 hours after you know so yeah it's so she's off another week she was just off for you know like two and a half weeks or whatever for yeah christmas and went back like two or three days and now i guess she's off another week so it's almost like a, another summer hopefully she'll past the first grade although i don't know because i think if you miss so many days they automatically fail you I'm not sure. oh i bet this year they give everyone a pass on that stuff especially if it's covid related you could probably yeah, strong, I would strong hope, them be like look it's not our fault your rules kept mm-hmm. her out she was ready yeah yeah but yeah, uh, not been watching much. I finally got around to watching uh, Blade Runner, uh, the the quotations new one that came out in 2017. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't watched that because I, I feel is it well, does it like ruin the first one at all? I don't know. I love the first movie I mean, so much that I'm like, no, it it doesn't ruin it. It does draw upon it certainly because there are a lot of flashbacks and characters that um, are still you know alive during. The second one takes place, you know, 40 years after the fact and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, it, it's independent of itself. Like, my wife had never watched the original Blade Runner, and she actually enjoyed the new one without having seen the first one, okay. you know. So, no, they're, they're independent of each other. Like, I would almost say to watch the new one first and then go back and watch the old one. Because the old one's, um, it's, like, amazing. You know, it's one of my favorite films. It's yeah. what Snatcher is based off of all that. But mm-hmm. 
Um, it's a little hard to go back to. Like Nick tried to watch it, I remember, and he was like, "Oh, that movie sucks." And no, it does not. It's it's an incredible movie, but it's yeah. like, just like anything else. If you didn't see it at the time, it might be a little harder to go back to. You, much the way like I I had never watched Aliens as a kid. And I went back to try and watch that, you know, decades after the fact. And I was like, ah, this is fine, but it's not insane. Like everyone says, you know, yeah. oh, it's the best sci-fi movie ever made. And I'm just like, oh, it's, it's okay. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it, it wasn't, you know, doing the same thing for me. Or like if I were to force my kid to watch Indiana Jones or something, you know, the same thing. It's like, oh, this is great. But like these cinematics could be done better and this could be, you know, choreographed better and yeah. this could have been shot more tight and et cetera, et cetera. So there's always things, you know, especially when it comes to special effects, you know, they look horrific, you know, from the early eighties uh-huh. uh, compared to now. So I think the original Blade Runner was right at 1980. So yeah, you know, a lot of stuff looks pretty cheesy. Surprisingly, a lot of it still looks really great, but, amazing uh second movie there and that's on hbo so um you'd be okay. able to watch that yeah my wife had has a two-week trial or something so we're just kind of like hitting all those before you know it runs up and then other than that man hadn't been doing much uh finished cobra kai i don't know if you watched no, that don't don't, don't I, we're in episode three i'm so we're gonna right when we're done with this my wife and i are gonna check out an episode we love to savor that show so, oh, cool! Yeah, everyone dies. It's it's messed yeah, up. That's what I figured. That's what they're kind of leaning yeah. toward. That's what all the it's foreshadowing really, it's is. Really weird. <laughs> yeah, Johnny and Reese actually end up together. Yeah. before they die. Yeah, murder suicide, Romeo Juliet style. Real weird makeup session. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good. That show does a really good job of like. Uh, like, I don't know, vindicating the villains, you know, even like Kreese is like bad as he is. Every once in a while he'll do something and you're like, huh, maybe he isn't so bad giving Robbie a place to live and like helping out yeah, uh, the, the chick. What's, uh, oh God, what's the girl's name? Whatever. But yeah. yeah. And then, and then the it, same with the hero. Ultimately to his gain though. Like yeah, he does something nice. It's because he is expecting more from that person in return. True, you know, kind of true. but it's not like the pure evil Sauron, yeah. you know, from like Lord of the Rings or Darth no, Vader. No, he's he's little... not a Keska. He's yeah. a... There's, there's he... some other sides. They're complex. Yeah. Like everyone is. Everyone's complex. You know, it's that. a good show. And they keep bringing people back, which is great. Um, yeah. You know, in the new season, they brought back just that one dude from like, Karate Kid 3. Karate Kid 3. I love that. We watched that uh, this, this weekend. I made sure my wife was all ready to go. And when, <laughs> like, I'm surprised they haven't brought back the bad boy of karate, whoever that kid was. That's, <laughs> I read, I, I saw a headline like, they're, they're if they bring him back, like we've gone full, they did it all. You know, they got everybody. So that, that might be season one, well, five. But they still yeah. need to get, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, she, God, what was her name? She was in Boys on the Side. She looks like a man. The next Karate Kid. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know you're talking about. No, that, that'll never yeah. happen. Well, they should bring her in and be like, hey, this chick also trained under Mr. Miyagi. That so would be like, good. I don't even mention her, you know? It's like they just want to forget that movie, you know? That'd be good, like, like season finale to kind of, like, it's like a fake tease, you know? They're not really going to do yeah, that, but it's like, oh, no. someone else is come around. Oh, not going to happen. 
they you know they have access to her because she's already done like three or four Netflix movies and series. She was in that sci-fi series that was really great. Oh, what's her name? God dang it! Now it's gonna bother me. She looks like a... yeah, I can't think of her name either. Hold on, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, the next the last name is S, right? Swift or Sid the next now. Karate Kid, starring uh, Hillary Swank. Swank, yeah, that's it. Hillary, Hillary Swank. Swank always made me laugh. With uh, Jimmy Fallon would play her on the old SNL sketches, <laughs> <laughs> and there's this uh, there's this really great one you could probably find on YouTube that never aired. It was one of those that uh, never made it to the final, you know, showing. But it was uh, a Happy Days reboot, starring um, uh, Christopher Walken as uh, the Fonz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And starring Hilary Swank as Chachi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hilary Swank is playing Chachi, and, and Chachi in this universe is addicted to heroin. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know why I do it, Fonz. It just makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, Fallon's impression of Hilary Swank is, like, dead on. Like, <laughs> it's kind of creepy. <laughs> oh, man. I miss SNL. It used to be good. Uh, yeah, I think it's, I have, I haven't seen an episode, I can't tell you how long. We used to try and watch a few here and there, even, but I don't know, it's kind of like, you just gotta be at a certain age, and whatever age you are, you're at, you know, you're at, you love it. You know, I'm sure all yeah. the, like, 19, 20, 21 year olds, like, love it right now, they can't figure out the old stuff, where, yeah. when we were growing up. I love that they love it, but there are a couple of guys that are, like, Keenan is great, but I think this was his last year, he's, like, doing some sitcom now, which he's gonna bomb miserably, well, unfortunately. Keenan's been doing this, like, style of acting years, for, I yeah, I remember, <laughs> he was in, a, what was it, uh, All That, or something like that, on Nickelodeon? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, there, there was, was a great. step of him and Chris Farley when he was, like, 14, you know, where... Uh, Chris Farley was on all that, and it's kind of surreal to see Keenan and Farley working together, you know. Um, but yeah, he, he's been doing sketch comedy since he was a child, but uh, he was, he's been on SNL. I think he has the longest reigning, you know, tenure. I think he's been in there for like almost 20 years because he started right around like 2000 ish. Really? No, early oh, 2000. Mark yeah. Harmon was on there for a long Was it not Mark Harmon? Uh, who's the other guy that was on there for a long time? Tim Meadows, I think, had the previous record, yes. but I'm not sure. There was, yeah, okay. Maybe I'll, I'll think yeah, I remember there was an episode where uh, Sandler came back to host like years later and Tim Meadows was still there. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Tim, I, I thought you left with Farley and Spade. And he's like, no, no, I'm. <laughs> still here <laughs> it's like, oh okay man oh, well, uh, see you out there <laughs> yeah. he's a funny guy too he's on oh tim meadows is so underappreciated yeah. you know he i've never seen him in a movie well I, I was gonna say where he wasn't amazing i have seen a couple of things where he was garbage because the movie was garbage like yeah. the even Stevens, you know, made for TV movie. I think he was in that stuff, but he was still great. But like, he has some of the funniest bit characters in the history of cinema. You know, his character in Walk Hard, where basically all he does is uh, explain to uh, the main character that, that drugs are bad and ends up talking him into them. That's some of the funniest lines. He's like, "Man, you don't want to do this." It'll make you feel good and take away all the pain, and you know all this. And he's like, "Man, that sounds pretty good." He's like, "Yeah, all right." <laughs> Let's do some of this. You know? 
Uh, just great. Yeah, his delivery is always on point. And the Ladies' Man was a great movie for you know for I, what it was. I did like the Ladies' Man, and yeah. he's in like the Goldbergs. Whenever the Goldbergs spinoff was, and I, he's always okay. he's he has good like you said, very good delivery, can be great, really good timing. Yeah, just great guy overall. Meanwhile, a lot of the other cast from that day uh, just suck. But anyway, mm-hmm. but yeah, we're not here to discuss uh, which season of SNL is the best. Of course, that is not really a debate at all. It's the you know 1995 season. But uh, yeah, <laughs> again, it was because I was 15 years old, right? Yeah. But they had Sandler and Spade and Farley and uh, God, not Will Ferrell at that Mike point. Mike Myers, but Will Ferrell was oh, yeah. on the horizon. I mean, but uh, yeah. Chris Kattan, I believe, was was he was kind yeah, of he was around that area. so bad. Norm, oh my God, Norm McDonald. I, I, I do love uh, Chris Kattan, um, but less and less as time goes on. Like I really love Corky Romano in the film. It's uh-huh. so bad, it's good kind of thing. But uh, as time goes on, I, and I rewatched like his old sketches where it was like all about Kattan. You know, I'm like, uh-huh. oh, man, he is yeah. he's really one note. You know, no, the Sandler, of- Mike Myers. That was that was the era right there. But anyways, yeah. like you said, enough about uh, SNL. We're talking Zelda. Yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit about Zelda, which, you know, I don't know if you listen to the latest uh, video games movie where I talk a little bit about how over the the years, you know, you have a tendency to about once a year suggest a Zelda game. And I'm always like, all right. And then I try to play it and I'm almost like, I think I'm batting a thousand on this. I'll play it for a few hours and go, I, I don't like Zelda anymore <laughs> and, I, and I can't play it. <laughs> what it, what do you like better? Is do you like Zelda or Final Fantasy? If you had to like oh, have Final Fantasy, by, Final by Fantasy, a, really by a mile, yeah. Oh, uh, Final Fantasy is just so much. You know, the story is better. It's more customizable. You know, it just uh, everything about it. The, the Desert fighting. Island. You either have the entire Final Fantasy library no, Final or Fantasy, the Zelda library. Yeah, because okay. Zelda. It's like I was talking with Cujo. It's so procedural. Procedural. Yeah. It's so linear. You know, every Zelda that you play, you could be playing a brand new one, and it kind of feels like you're playing another one. Right? I get like, that. I get that. They all have differentials, you know, the, the one that you chose for this month, Majora's Mask, its whole gimmick is the masks and the fact that, like, I guess after three days the world ends and you have to kind of start over in a sense or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean... If you were to screenshot without, you know, a mask on or whatever, uh, Majora's Mask, you would just think Ocarina. Or if you were to, you know, you could easily explain like a section of the game, be like, and then you have to get this item to get past this or whatever, and it would sound like you were talking about any number of them. Yeah, true. Zelda games. And it's just like, I've been living with Zelda. Like, I don't want anyone listening to this. You know, they're, they're going to be mad. You know, they always get pissed when I'm like shitting on things that are beloved. Zelda's great. You know, I love the original Zelda. I love it as a series. Um, it's a little long in the tooth. There's like 15, 20 of these things now. I don't even know. Like, I, I think I own all of them except for Phantom Hourglass or one of, one of the DS ones. I, I can't remember which one. But, um, or Spirit Tracks. I don't know. Anyway. Um, Which I haven't played any of those. I haven't played Spirit Tracks. I haven't played Wind Waker. Anything. And I like. I want to collect Wind those. Okay. And I do want to like try those out. But uh, those are the ones <laughs> I've been... I haven't played every other one except those two. And I, I do have Breath of the Wild. I haven't played it yet. I'm getting through um, well, Link's Awakening right now with the boys. And I think I'll 
break out Breath of the Wild probably like this summer or something like that with them. Well, yeah, and that one actually at least sounds different, different you know, and different, looks different but yeah. not in a way that I like. You know what I mean? It's like as soon as like I heard that weapons break and stuff, I'm just like, ah, mm-hmm. okay, uh, that just sounded <laughs> dumb as hell to me. So in the same breath, I'm saying I want a new Zelda, but I don't want a different. it to be... I want a new different Zelda I'm, game, but I don't want it to be different. Not too different. <laughs> you know, I don't like. I don't want it to take away from the things that are good about Zelda. I want yeah. it to go in a different direction, like uh, introduce a new character, maybe play from the bad guy's point of view. Maybe, maybe a, the Zelda RPG, like Mario RPG, wouldn't that, that be would an be exploration? insane, you know, because there's always been the debate, is Zelda an RPG or isn't it? And it's like, I can honestly see it both ways. I mean, you are leveling up, you're gaining new abilities, new yeah. weapons, etc. But it doesn't, I don't know, it's not as like an RPG where you can literally grind and the majority of those to become stronger. Or, you know, the storyline isn't as well defined. Uh, you know, most RPGs are fairly linear, but there are a lot of side quests and things you can do. And there are a few of those in Zelda as well. So it kind of does become a gray area. Yeah. I'm still uh, lean towards um, Zelda is not an RPG. Okay. Um, it, I think it's kind of like an adventure, you know, game. Adventure, action Zelda. adventure, something like that. Adventure. And it's certainly... Yeah, it's a genre I still like. You and I did Beyond Good and Evil, which is effectively a Zelda game. I mean, I yeah. don't think that it could be argued. It's You're basically playing a futuristic Zelda, but with a much more uh, intriguing story, way better character development and stuff, you know, and the side quests and things on that are a lot more interesting than, like, getting a bunch of spiders yeah. in Zelda, for instance, or a bunch of skulls or whatever. Or seashells, um, like I'm doing sure. right now. <laughs> yeah, it, it, a lot of the quests in Zelda just seem like these boring, you know, arbitrary things that you just have to get through to get additional content. Whereas, like finding all the animals or pictures of animals in Beyond Good and Evil was something fun to do. It felt uh-huh. like a game in of itself. You're almost playing like Pokemon Snap. Yeah. You know, collecting these things, and they increase. You know, I forgot about that whole like, aspect of that game. You're absolutely right. I don't think that game's getting a sequel. I think I think we're I think we're beyond beyond the Beyond Good and Evil sequel, which is I don't, I don't know, man. I was reading about it not too long ago. It sounds like it's still in development. So we'll see. That would that because that was like a great first game, like you said. Like, man, they could have just the second one could have improved and just mm-hmm. blown everything out of the water. Because I mean, their first attempt was spot perfect. Their yeah, second really attempt good. would have been, you know, who knows how great that would have been, but eh, it kind of got lost, and I don't. It wasn't that popular when it first came out. I don't think because yeah, it takes a lot of convincing to get people to try a new um, series. That's why things like Zelda and Final Fantasy, etc., yeah. linger on and on, is because once they get one that is massively huge, they get this fan base that they can, you know, that they basically yeah. know that if they release something that is. Uh, very similar to the one that they released before that they've got a bunch of people that are already just going to buy it. And I'm in that group too. You know, a new Zelda comes out and I get it. A new Resident Evil comes out and I get it. A new Final Fantasy, etc. You know, because yeah. I know those games are going to be at least on a certain level of that, good. 
That's know? true for about everything you can think of. Like that's why TV yeah. shows get additional seasons and movies get sequels and books yeah, get sequels and I guess but, uh, that's just we don't like new stuff. Give me the same stuff at again. Some point, you get diminishing returns, you know. Yeah, yeah there's only so uh, much of a story you can tell for these people before it's just like it's happening to these guys again. <laughs> Well, the story is always the same thing. There's an evil guy, Ganon. I mean, I, it, it it changes, but yeah, he always steals the Triforce and uses it to wish some shit and then steals the princess or otherwise incapacitates her and you got to save her. And it's just like super minimalistic. There's never a whole lot of dialogue between you and any of the characters. Mm-hmm. In this game in particular, like, I felt like I was thrown into it, first of all, which really threw me off because you just start off instantly you you go into a cutscene where this asshat steals all your shit presumably from ocarina i guess because mm-hmm. you have the ocarina and stuff and then runs off you chase him he turns you into like a deku mm-hmm. which is this weird little enemy that's throughout various uh, zelda games that can like shoot bubbles you know has that weird face with the big nose you know and yeah, you you go and chasing after him, and he ends up locking you in a room to keep you as a Deku forever. But one of his little fairy pals gets stuck with you, and she kind of says, "I'll help you out if uh, you help me out," kind of thing. And you get out of there, and you're immediately just in this town. And once you get out of these underground caves, I guess, and it's this huge town, and you're expected to do all these little side quests just almost right away. They won't let you leave the town. And I spent about three hours in the town and I did most of the side quests and I just got completely bored. I was like, I I, I was bored within five minutes. I'll, I'll tell you that, mm-hmm. just, you know, I'm just like, this isn't anything. It, it was new because yeah, I'm a Deku instead of Zelda, but from behind it looks effectively the same. You've got some new attacks and stuff, but there's really not a whole lot to fight within the city, you know, other than like a dog that's running after you uh, you know, you can't really fight it per se. And then there's little areas with some enemies and stuff, but not really. And it just, I, I got bored so fast and this timer's ticking down. I'm like, what happens when that gets to zero, which it very nearly did. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to be done with this, I guess. So I don't even know what happens. I don't think the game ends. <laughs> I think, uh, what happens is it restarts you from day one, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, the game's over and you got to restart. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how I missed to... this game when it first, it came out in 2000 and like, I loved Ocarina of Time so much. And like this game, I think I may have saw it, but I was just like, I don't know. Maybe I was just on to my, my Sega Saturn at that point, or just into my Sega Saturn yeah. or maybe PlayStation two is like, well, I remember it being a massive disappointment to yeah. players at the time, right? Yeah, it was, one of those, it was like a, it was like the Final Fantasy VIII of its series, in effect, because Ocarina was effectively like seven, where everyone got super into it, mm-hmm. and it became, you know, Zelda was already popular, but Ocarina made it like this household name. Everyone played Ocarina. Everyone loved Ocarina. And then this came out, and it was, at least at the time, seen as much worse. Mm-hmm. Having played, you know, what I did play, and having watched some Let's Plays of it, and, you know, there's a lot of players that this is their favorite Zelda, yeah, um, which isn't usually the case for Final Fantasy VIII, 
even its defenders will say, no, it's kind of crap compared to, you know, this Final Fantasy and this Final Fantasy. But there are some people that really do like Majora's Mask the best out of all of them. And I think it is because it is a little darker. Mm-hmm. You know, you do have that whole the world's going to end kind of thing. And then you've got this mask system, uh, which like adds a lot to it as far as we were talking about before, that in that it doesn't feel exactly like every other Zelda game. But it feels so much, you know, it feels enough like them that, it still felt like, yeah, I played this game. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I did the same thing with um, Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword, and it's just like I'll play them for a few hours and be like, I, I played this game. <laughs> you know, Twilight Princess was enough of a difference for me, though, having that uh, that wolf aspect. The wolf, yeah. That was that they they they, were, they did really well there. The Skyward Sword, I, I agree. I, I played about. 15% about that game or something, and someone was like, you have to get to about 25-30% before yeah, it gets no. good. And I'm like, I don't have to get that far for a game to get good? Like, are you kidding me? Like, come on. Anytime, that's, a, that's the worst argument ever. Anytime someone says that, I mean, then it's bad. Yeah. You know, it's like what someone tells me, hey, watch this show, but you gotta get through season two before it starts getting <laughs> yeah. good or whatever. Like, So you tell me I gotta watch, you know, 16 episodes of this show that isn't good, to get to where it is, I'm like, no, yeah, you know? <laughs> that, that logic is crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna do that, and I'm not gonna do it with a video game either. When people are all like, oh, yeah, this game gets good after the first six hours, I don't want to sit through six hours of shit just so that something can start to get good. It yeah. needs to really be kind of good, maybe not from the absolute get go, but within the first hour, if I'm not interested, I'm putting it down. Yeah, you gotta get me more something or less. there. Um, it's not to say that this game isn't worth it or isn't like a classic. Like Zelda fans are some of the most notorious. Just and you're, you're one to an extent, I know, and I'm one. You know, how I've got a giant, you know, poster right in front of me of Ocarina. You know, I, mm-hmm. I own, like I said, pretty much every Zelda ever released and multiple versions of most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, big fan of the series and the concept of Zelda, but. Uh, there wasn't a whole hell of a lot of innovation with the first, you know, 20 Zeldas or whatever. Usually it was like one or two little gimmicks that they would throw in there that would make it a little different. Minish Cap, you could shrink down and you had a talking hat. You know, ages and seasons, you had two interchangeable games, one where you can, you know, change time as mm-hmm. the seasons and one where you could change time itself. Uh, you know, and but there Link's Awakening, you can jump. Don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> well, there are always these like things that seem like it's going to be grandiose, like, ooh, you know, you can change time or, you know, this one takes place on a train or whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Um, but in practice, it just feels like the same game with just a little bit different. You know, it's not enough. And it's because you're still playing this <clears throat> one character game. And it's the same character, you know, at least in appearance that you've always played in all of them. And he's going on the same adventure and a lot of the same elements are there. There's always a master sword. There's always, a, you know, heart containers that, you know, it's, it feels and looks the same. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. my biggest complaint with it is is that they don't innovate enough and they're not, you know, they, they could have it, The Legend of Zelda, Ganon story or whatever and or the legend of zelda you know play as zelda for god's sake you know the philip cdi did that i was gonna yeah. say the cdi yeah. tried that didn't work 
No, for them it didn't work. Come on. The CDI didn't work. It, it could be an incredible game otherwise. Yeah, you know, or, I agree. I mean, even on Smash Brothers, you get to play as, I mean, you get to play as Zelda, and people like yeah. that. And... Or, or play as one of the rock creatures. I mean, it's it's a big, you know, incredible world that they're, they've made over the course of multiple games, and they've introduced all these uh, mm-hmm. creature types and characters and so on and so forth, some good, some bad. You could definitely have an adventure for someone else. What know? about Hyrule Warriors? Have you played Hyrule Warriors? I've not. Because that one you get to play as multiple people, right? I guess, but isn't it more like uh, Dynasty Warriors? It is more like Dynasty Warriors, yeah. Hyrule Warriors. Do they have that on? They probably have that on Switch, right? Yeah, maybe. Something I can look into. Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. Yeah, but it's it's a lot. It's not an adventure slash RPG type of game. Link appears in all kinds of stuff. He's in Smash. He was in one of the... Damn Soul Blades or Soul Calibur Two, I think. You know he mm-hmm. he's appeared elsewhere, um, but I don't know, man. Like I said, like I just and I don't I don't want to let anyone down. You know, we had two months to do this. You know, and uh, every time I would look at my Wii or at first the N sixty four, I'd be like, oh, I, I don't even want to. You know, and then I finally got around to doing it, and then it was like, oh, well, this I can't even get this to work. And then it was another week before I dug out the Wii. <laughs> was like I don't even want to hook this up and just to play that. Ugh, and then I finally do. And part of it probably is my attitude, you know, when you don't want to do something, you just don't want to do it. But um, I finally did. Like was talking to Kujo on the show and was like, oh, I really got to do this. I'll go ahead and make myself play tonight. And I had you know three four hours to play that night, and I used all of them playing it. And I don't want to say I didn't have any fun. Because I did, you know, it's still a Zelda game, and it, it plays pretty well for the most part. I do have some complaints, you know. It has the old camera system, which uh, makes the camera snap behind you instead of being like a free camera, which, bleh. Uh, I didn't like that. It made it a little harder to, like, jump um, or see around certain things, not jump, because you don't have a true jump, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, because you were constantly, like, you get in some area and you couldn't see behind this building or statue or whatever it might be. And you would have to like walk around and snap the camera. And then, you know, it just made platforming difficult too. Like there was these sections very early on, which I was like, why are they introducing something this difficult this early where um, you're, you know, you jump inside of a flower and get shot out and then you can kind of helicopter around. And there are these puzzles where you're like having to do in, just a few seconds go to platform to platform, you know, uh, catty corner of each other and so on and so forth. And it just doesn't have the camera to do that easily. You know, if it was a modern, you know, camera that was free form and followed you as you were moving, it'd be fine, but you're constantly having to like snap it behind you to try and, you know, figure out where it is exactly in this 3d universe that you are. So that was annoying. Um, and then like the characters in it and stuff, all the townsfolk, super fucking creepy looking. Um, I don't know what it is with the aesthetic for the N64. Um, man, there are some creepy looking bastards in this game. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, like they're the brothers that are juggling. They're like clowns or something and they just got the weirdest smiles on their face. Mm-hmm. 
you know, things like that, you know, just weird stuff, man. And, um, I guess that's just, you want to say it's from the time kind of thing, but then you see something like, you know, Super Mario 64 or any number of other games really where it looked fine, you know, but for whatever reason, the, their movement too, when they walk is really creepy. And yeah, it's just a, it's a weird, surreal game. You know, maybe if I still smoked pot, uh, I would have had a lot more fun with this one. It would have been a great game. Like if I would have bought when it first came out, cause when, you know, back in high school, I didn't have games coming, coming in like I could now, I guess. But so I would have one that would have just like gotten lost in and stuck and then like tried and just kept at it and kept at it and probably would end up really liking it because Maybe. it's the only game I had to play. You know, everything else was either I'm tired of or I've beaten and it's like, okay, Majora's Mask, it's not great, but let's just keep grinding and grinding, and yeah, maybe this would have been something I would have re- remembered more fondly than I'm trying yeah. to now. Or... Yeah, and I did buy it um, fairly close to the time it came out, because I got mine 64 in like, oh gosh, 2002, which is, I think they were actually still manufacturing games for the thing at that point. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I, one of the first games I bought, in fact, the two games that I bought um, were Ocarina and Majora's Mask. Oh, wow. And I played through Ocarina and loved it at the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I tried to go back to that a few times and didn't like it nearly as much. Uh-huh. Um, still fine. Um, but anytime, anytime I started up Majora's Mask, I remember now that I would play for an hour or two. <laughs> And be like, I played this and turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's where we sit here, you know. So I, I don't know how much of you played it, James. How much further you got the movie. I didn't get, like I said, um, I got about through the first dungeon, I know. And mm-hmm. then, like I said, that young lady and I that were supposed to, like, finish this game this, like, last week and up to now, uh, she's been MIA and... Uh, so I was like, well, we might as well start record, might as well record tonight because I don't know when she's coming back. I think it's going to be like late next week or at the earliest next week. So I didn't want to wait that long. So I got where you got and I've been playing, like I said, Link's Awakening for the Switch, the remake. Yeah. yeah. And you know, that game is really awesome. I would think because that's probably my second favorite Zelda, um, Link's Awakening. The first being the Super Nintendo, but yeah, I, you know, I think. The original Zelda, I've been thinking about this for a long time. That might be my favorite game, like, of all time. Really? Like, I mean, now, with with my favorite game, like, what what comes very close with that is, like, nostalgia. Like, that, you know, that game is just, like, you know, revolves... So much nostalgia revolves around that and happy memories and happy times and, you know, in my... You know, my house with all my friends going through that and the guidebooks and the Nintendo powers. So it's like just a perfect time of my life. And that game is a, a big part of it. That's what makes it, you know, my favorite. Not, you know, now if I, I wanted to rank like the best Zelda games, you know, that one. Oh, that's, sure. That's sure. No, I'm going to get you, man. It's uh, my favorite games are, you know, I always say Snatcher and then Lunar. Um, uh, and it's. 100% based off nostalgia. It's not to say those games aren't amazing, and I think they still hold up to this day. It's, but it's that they came out at a time when I was about 13, 14, 
um a little younger than that actually but uh and we rented the sega cd and i had never seen anything like that before mm-hmm. you know what i mean the guys are sitting around and we're playing through lunar and we're playing through snatch you know it's just like i'd never heard dialogue spoken back to me and see full yeah. motion video and all this stuff it was like watching a movie and getting to play inside of it and stuff like that and yeah it doesn't it feels you know kind of quaint today to play those games you know it wouldn't impress a eight-year-old now but at the time i i don't think it could be overstated how insane it was to have this game of talking back to you effectively and to be acted so well on both of those you know yeah lunar was a really good fucking game i remember that oh yeah and it's like i said it it holds up to this day my my friend like had the the cd and like yeah i go to go to his house or i make him bring it to my house sometimes and yeah, that thing. I, get the, I remember part two not being quite as captivating, but yeah, you know that's funny you say that because I remembered that as well. And then some guys in the Discord, I think, um, Sidon was like the most vocal about it, was saying that it was uh, infinitely better than the first one. Really? And I was like, oh, there's there's no way. But I went back and I played through two on the Sega CD you know, some years ago and did a show over it. That was before you joined me, actually. That was like my sixth show or something um famously uh, that was back when i used to record the shows in spurts um mm-hmm. where i record 10 minutes and then splice them all together and i actually spliced uh, the same 10 minutes back to back in that episode <laughs> so if you're listening to it i'll uh i'll go like after a 10 minute spiel i just like seemingly go right back into the exact same dialogue so that's fun <laughs> um, i didn't know what i was doing back then it's just forgive us you know yeah but uh had a blast playing through on the Sega CD and then I uh, went back and played it a little bit on the uh, the PlayStation and uh, it is you know I don't want to say it's the superior game but it is a fantastic game really Whereas, like kind of wow. kind of gave it shit back in the day for not being as good as the original Lunar but part of that is because it's a little more based in comedy um right off the bat you know spoiler alert for Lunar but in the first lunar, you don't know that Nall, your little companion, is a you know a white dragon. Yeah. And and then if you'd played the first lunar, you know immediately that Ruby is a white dragon or a red dragon rather. In fact, I think they say in the opening dialogue that you know Hero says uh, she says she's a baby red dragon, but I don't believe it, you know, or something like that. And it just it's like okay, that kind of ruins part of the allure <laughs> of the first game. You, know, you get these two big reveals in, in the very first lunar with one being null and uh, the, you know the second being you know with dying and all that stuff yeah. but um but yeah it's uh i don't know it, 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 it it's hard to say like if i were to like legitimately say what my favorite game is as far as like uh, mechanics slash you know graphics and something i could just play over and over and over i'd be hard pressed like i would say something like maybe the witcher 3 or um, okay. even cyberpunk or something that's like that game. because oh, that's that's a whole other yeah i gotta think about that you could play that just over and over and over and it feels like this huge world that you can just live in for months at a time Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, if you only got one game and you're on a desert island, no one ever considers this. But what are you going to masturbate to? You can't masturbate to Zelda. <laughs> you know, it's tough. Not now, Cyberpunk, well. there's titties in that. <laughs> yeah. Witches got some titties. Yeah, it doesn't look great to you now. But spend a few months on that island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Link, Link's back to Link's Awakening. 
<laughs> speaking, oh yeah, sure. Speaking of islands, uh, great mm. segue. Uh, yeah, that game is freaking fantastic. I remember. I think I think it came out when I was in. God, when did that come out? Third when I was in third grade, ninety three, ninety four. When did that? Yeah, come it out? was a long time ago. It came it out like after um, uh, Link to the Past. So right, right. It was right. like midway through the Game Boy's lifespan. Game Boy came out in ninety, so it was like ninety four, ninety five. I want to say ninety three. Uh, okay. Remake of the '93 game. So I got that in third grade, third or fourth, yeah, probably third grade. And man, that game! Like I remember my friends and I just like arguing, like who got to play it. Like I'd play it for ten minutes, my friend played for ten minutes, and the other guy played for ten minutes. And because we had, there was three save spots, and then like I don't know, we just got in huge arguments, and they like went home, and then like two days later, they all they both showed up with the game, like they just like I don't know what they did, like sold something or convinced their parents, and then we all had it, and. Man, that game was so good. I never really played it too much, like, after we beat it the first time. Did Maybe. you have the version you could break where you could uh, go to your item screen while you were walking through a uh, a zone? And the, the first few versions they put out, you could uh, walk to, uh, like, all the way to the left, say, to go into a new area because it did the whole thing that the first Zelda did, too where every screen was independent of itself and mm-hmm. didn't scroll. Yeah. So you could walk all the way to like the left to go through a door or archway or whatever. And as it was scrolling, you could hit the uh, select on your Game Boy and bring up your inventory screen. And then when you hit select again, you would be in the next room, but you would be in the same position you were. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So you could use that to like very early on bypass areas that had rocks in front of them. Oh, yeah. I, I never tried it, maybe, but uh, no, I played yeah, that game. You had to be careful because you could uh, end up inside of like a tree or something. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've seen but, I've seen playthroughs of like the original Zelda and they were doing something like that. And I always wonder like, how, is, how, do, they, how do they do that? But whatever. Yeah, they fixed it on the DX version, but I, on the original Game Boy version, um, you could do that stuff. Wow. But Maybe I can, but that game is so good, and I'm playing it again oh, now yeah, for the for yeah. the Switch, and it's both. Think about that game. It, it was um, so innovative for the time on the Game Boy. You had this thing that actually looked good. Yeah, you know, a lot of Game Boy games looked absolute shit. Let's be real. Yeah, or played they terrible. Looked, like they tried it's terrible, so watered terrible. down or clunky. Like this is not Mortal Kombat. I don't know what this is. This oh, is yeah. this is horrible. But like this yeah, was like this was it. Music. This was Zelda. This was black and white. You know, Link to the Past. They did yeah, it. It looked great. Had you know humorous things to it. Good puzzles. Everything about it was just incredible. And it was yeah, like you said, it was all in the fucking Game Boy. You know, yeah. and the remake looked stellar. They did a really great job of just taking like almost one for one, um, converting yeah. it over to like modernized graphics. You know, and it, and there's so many like I, I I knew this I think back then, but now it's like. It's so obvious. All like the Mario villains that are in it, with like Goombas <laughs> yeah. and like there's the fish and then there's there's the um, the octop the octopi when you're underwater and those shy guys and yeah. the and it's like wow they really did merge a lot. I think I I remember um, watching a, a historian, gaming historian, and there I think the guy that created it had something to do with Mario, so he, he sprinkled a lot of that in there. Or put something them all like in, yeah, I, I remember Warp being in it, and then like um, I think I no, maybe I didn't. There, there was another game that used the engine 
for uh, Link's Awakening that was a huge hit in Japan, and I can't remember the name of it, but if you look up, you know, Link's Awakening engine Game Boy or something, there's an RPG that used its engine that has a translation that one of these days we're going to have to find copies of because it. I, I heard it on another podcast years ago, but it uh, sounded just amazing. Really? You know, okay. They both said it played really well and everything. It was basically like a, a whole other Link's Awakening, but I think he plays a penguin. <laughs> it's oh. been a few years, but um, but yeah, it's same thing where they incorporate a lot of characters from their other titles and stuff because it was obviously a nintendo made game but this um, this game's beautiful and as far right. as i can tell it's like the exact same game but just modernized i think there's there might see i don't know if the cutscenes were in the original i don't i doubt there, there's not that many there's a few there things a but couple the main one was at the very beginning yeah that's in it of course. at sea and, do, 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 do. Yeah. and the music is great it's very uh it's, it's an right. orchestra Instead of your, you know, your eight bit or whatever, beep boops. yeah, beep boops. But no, Zelda nailed it. <laughs> that song is so iconic and still exists, and they've remade oh, it. Yeah. And orchestras <laughs> actually do perform it like live for people. I, I was gonna go to an event, but like I don't remember. Either COVID kicked in, or one of my kids was gonna be born, yeah. so I couldn't go. But uh, yeah, Link's Awakening. It's it's great. You collect seashells and. I, mean, I don't, know. I don't want to talk. I mean, I, could, we, I think we've actually talked about this game. You call, yeah, they call that old guy. He tells you where to go, and I just got the yeah. flippers. And right now, I'm, I don't. My kid, my my boys are really into it. Though they ask me like, "Can we play Zelda? Can we play Zelda?" And I'm just like, "God, this is it. This is this is why I've been like, this is what I've been waiting for for the last four years. Like, let's all sit down and play sure. Zelda. Like, oh God, it's so great. And then that this is gonna like just make this game probably one of my favorites. It's gonna be the one like, oh, it's the one we all sat down and played together back when you guys were like four. Little bitty oh, and it's for the same reason I have nostalgia for garbage games like Goat Simulator right now. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. in this version though, I remember the Game Boy you only had the two buttons, so you had to you know work everything into those two buttons. This this one, there's more buttons, so you can actually have like more in your or more available. So I'm not like you know using B to run and A to jump. I have like independent buttons for at least the run portion. So yeah, it's it was good. a problem it's, on the Game Boy having to switch between what you had you always wanted like your sword on one and like jump on another yeah this one you have your shield always available you have run always available and then you have two slots for whatever else you want in there so it's an easier game although it does have a easy and hard mode i wonder if hard mode like restricts that probably not probably just makes it the enemies uh, more difficult to harder or whatever yeah, yeah. so that would be good though if they did like restrict that like nope you get two slots you know you want to go you want you have a and b you can't use everything that, that'd be a that'd be interesting uh, bullshit yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> bullshit and you know put them through the struggle that we went through but this generation doesn't, yeah, doesn't want to struggle bunch of millennials. That's, that's the thing with kids these days is yeah. you know <laughs> they want the easy way the poorest of kids has yeah. 10 games, you know, where <laughs> when I was a kid, you got a game, maybe two a year if you're lucky. Yeah. And that's what you played. And that was so it. you got good at bad dudes. You got, uh, you got stuck, sure. man. That was it. You got, you got to just figure that out. Yeah. I played bad dudes through at least 500 times, you know, 
<laughs> I have uh, saved President Ronnie uh, a countless times. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of the games I had as a kid in Adventure Island. I never did beat, but boy, did I give it my all. Yeah. I played deep into that game. You know? <laughs> Stuff like that. And it's one of those where you go back to it now and play it for like a minute or two. And I, I go, yeah, I don't, I don't like this anymore. <laughs> Put it back on the shelves. <laughs> Nostalgia fix achieved. Thank you. Yeah. There's other games like River City Ransom and stuff that I can go back and play right now and, you know, play all the way through and be perfectly content. But there are uh, few and far between, especially for the NES. It's one of those systems that um, is a lot better in your memory than it is in reality. Yeah. No. Again, I'm going to piss some people off with that comment. But having a hacked one like i do for the you know the little the nes yeah, classic yeah. hack it's perfect because you get a chance you play it for two three minutes i go oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah and i put it away you know it's, yeah, it's, for the most part i'd be i'd be hard pressed to like name 10 games for the original nintendo that i could play more than an hour you know what's that game where you uh when you're God, i always used to play it as a kid i can't remember the name of it now it's you're like you're a, you're a guy with like wings. It's basically like 14, uh, 1942, but you're you're a guy and you fly. I'll be talking about Legendary Wings. Yeah, Legendary Wings. I was so good at that game as a kid. I can't play it now. Like no, I was trying to show my kids, and I was like, "Watch this!" And like I died in like the first like thirty seconds, and I was like, "Oh yeah." I like beat this game when I was a kid. Why can't I do anything? Not good, man. Yeah. 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 Legendary yeah, Wings. Great. That's it. And yeah, Balloon Fight, that was another one I was really good at, and now I'm yeah. like, just fucking terrible. I was really, really good at Contra. Oh, yeah. You know, and I'm mediocre at best. I'm still insanely good at Mega Man, the original Mega Man. Forget okay. about it. Mega Man. You know, I think I'm playing Mega Man 2. I'm almost through the whole thing. Most people have played 2 the most. I have nostalgia yeah. for 1, and I'm still, I can get to Wily on just, you know, one playthrough easily on uh, that yeah. that was the one that didn't have uh, password features oh. so you had to either get good or you know whereas all the subsequent ones you could just password to wherever you left off uh-huh. but uh yeah that one did not so oh, every time cut man to... bomber man uh, that's all I yeah the, the order i would always do is i would go to cutsman first that one i only had six robot bosses as opposed to i believe eight uh-huh. um i would always go to cutsman first because he's relatively easy to see with just a buster and then you use cutsman's weapon on electman you'd beat him in three hits and then you could immediately go back to electman's stage uh-huh. where you could use his weapon to clear the there's these big like cinder block looking things that you can either shoot with the elect beam and they'll blow up or you can pick them up with guts weapon gutsman's weapon which is like the most useless weapon in the game uh-huh. and throw it so after you beat elect man you could go back to his world um get what i called the mega man which was like this laser beam that's just like mid-level that's behind these rocks that you could get and you could shoot a laser beam that you could then walk on as a platform hmm. Um, so I would get that and leave that level. I think you press select and you would like leave the level, go back to the, uh, stage select screen, then go to Gutsman's level, which was an incredibly easy level with the Mega Man because those whole levels with the slidey rail things, you could just like shoot the Mega Man over and run across that whole section, effectively flying over those difficult platforming areas. And then you could beat, um, gutsman with the uh, believe the electman weapon 
really easily, or maybe it was the Ballman weapon, I don't know, but he was a pushover anyway. He's not a hard boss. Mm-hmm. And then you could use his weapon, Gutsman's weapon, to beat somebody, Bomberman maybe, I don't remember. And then Fireman and Iceman too were just, I think, you would think they would like hurt each other, but I think Iceman gets hurt by, God, I can't remember now. But anyway, um, when, when you would beat Iceman first, because then you could do Fireman's level, and they had these flame jets that you could shoot with the ice cannon and then use those as platforms, hmm. which is kind of super innovative for the time. Not, you know, no games were doing things like that when the first Mega Man came out. But uh, yeah, only six bosses, and I could run through that whole game in 45 minutes. So. Um, I played it a lot as a kid, but yeah, I, like I said, there's, there's a bunch of things like Crystallis and stuff, but like, oh yeah, really, Crystallis, that's a good one. Fantastic game. But, um, yeah, there's probably like 10 that I would really say are just like actual, just, you know, games that I could go back to anytime. And then there's another 50 or 80 that are good. And then after that, everything is absolute shit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know, and and it's one of my favorite systems. I, I would probably mm-hmm. list it as being my second or third favorite system of all time. But I, you know, I can still recognize that it's trash. Same with Sega CD it has like ten really stellar games on it. Another twenty that are pretty good, and then a lot of garbage. You know, mm-hmm. um, how many games are on the Sega CD? One hundred and sixty-seven, I think. Something sixty-seven. Like that. uh, that's a lot more than I thought. Yeah, it's comparable to the N64 library as far as size, but it's got way better games. Like I will, I will compare those two libraries and say that the Sega CD beats it any day of the week. Because really, what all the N64 has are these two Zelda games, of which one you and I just kind of shit on a little bit, yeah. and, and the other one is a classic. You know, it's a masterpiece for its time and stuff. And you've got. In the, you know Mario sixty four and I guess Golden Eye and I mean Mario Kart, you've got Mario Kart and Diddy Kong Racing, you know, yeah. and then kind of Quest sixty four is absolute trash. And that's the Aiden Chronicles is trash. The only like halfway decent good RPG is Ogre Battle sixty four, and it's more of a simulation strategy RPG. Uh-huh. Whereas you know the Sega CD, you've got Lunar one and two, Popful Mail. You've got great uh, shooters like um, Android Assault and Robo Alesti. You've got the best version of Final Fight, the Final Fight where you can play as all three characters. You know, um, you got Sewer got, Shark. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you've got the best version of Earthworm Jim. Uh, Dungeon Explorer, Dark Wizard is an incredible RPG on there. Heimdall is an RPG that I wouldn't say is incredible, but it's very good. Uh, they've got the Eternal Champions. Um, fight from the dark side or whatever it's the best version of eternal champions because there's just all kinds of unlockable fighters including a literal chicken Mm. um of course snatcher probably the best uh, point and click adventure game ever made at least in my opinion it's got rise of the dragon which is another just really stellar point and click adventure along with jurassic park another point and click adventure no one's ever talked about but it's really great Probably the only good Jurassic Park game from that era. And then games like KO Flying Squadron. And, you know, just, there's just a ton of stuff, is my point. Whereas, like, the N64, like, you, everyone's nostalgic for it for, like, the same 10 games. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Pilot Wings. Yeah. That was fun. Oh, sure. That was the second game to come out, wasn't it? It was like it was Mario and yeah, Pilot Wings. Yeah, it came Wings. out with uh, Mario 64 and Pilot Wings. I think that was the you... first. I remember my buddy up the street, like he got every game that came out, and it was like, it was only like one or two a month that would come out. So that was the first two he had, and we are like, Pilot Wings? Yeah. He's like, that's all they got. That's all they had. I was like, oh, this is this is all right. And then I found out there was a prequel. I mean, there was like one for Nintendo, uh, Super Nintendo, and I was and Super I Nintendo. That. Yeah, and I was like, I actually played that quite a bit. Yeah, it's okay. It was the '64 one was infinitely better, but I'm yeah, sure. it was they're, okay. They're both effectively like flight simulators. Yeah, know? they're both <laughs> reaching. Like... Hey, I can parachute. You know, <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. Yeah, yeah it didn't yeah. last long. And they, I guess they had one for the Wii also, or it wasn't exactly Pilot Wings. It was just like Wii Resort, and you just kind of fly around or do stupid shit. And I was like, this is Pilot Wings just renamed, and this is terrible. <laughs> Why am I playing yeah. it? But it's, you had the Wii controller. Uh, sure. All right. Well, that's hey, that's Zelda. I think that's we've we've done enough. <laughs> Zelda's awesome. Let's not play a Zelda game for a while. Let's. let's yeah, let's... it seems like you know, and I don't want to shit on Zelda fans, you know, but anytime like I even think to myself like I'll be looking over my collection and I'll see a Zelda game and I go, ooh, you know, I could play this, you know, because one of the things my favorite pastimes is to stare at my game collection for two and a half hours to decide what to play, only to go to bed not having played anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of my biggest things is, uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll look at a Zelda game every now and then and be like, oh, you know, I haven't really played this in a while. Maybe I should play it. And anytime I do do that and I, I start to play it, it's always the same thing. I'm always just like, yeah, I don't, I I don't need to ever play one of these ever again. You know, like I I could see myself playing a handheld one a, a lot more readily than I would a uh, a console one again. You know what I mean? Well, if you ever want to play Breath of the Wild, we should. That's probably one we should we should do. But eventually, I'll play that let's, one. I'm let's sure. wait a while, and then yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, I don't have a a switch yet, so still rolling with uh, my newest system being, I guess, the PlayStation Four. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> and there is still just a plethora of things I, I haven't bought or played for that. So you know, I'm kind of in this this weird rut where. Uh, yeah, I I own so much that I haven't played yet, and uh, there's so much for the systems that I currently own that I still want to play that I'm just not really incentivized to buy a PlayStation 5 or a Switch or whatever because it's just like I can spend $200 on a Switch or I can just you know buy another game that I've really been wanting to play for sure. this system that I already own. So. What are we playing next? You call it. I'll let you do it. Oh, garbage. I, I You know, I didn't give it any any thought. Uh, no. <laughs> and I never do. I, this is always seat in my pants type of thing. We can, we, can, uh, we can add something in later if you want to deliberate for a while. Yeah, I might think about it and get back to you, although I hate doing that because then the, the listeners don't have any idea of what it is that might be coming up next mm. but uh maybe we will just do a surprise because i literally can't think of anything and i'm also loath to say hey james let's play this because half the time you don't have it and you end up having to buy it oh it doesn't matter i have i have funds for that we're good it forces me to like get out of my comfort zone and buy stuff well, like, let me see what... like you with your like you know plethora of games on your wall i have the same thing in my like you know amazon cart so it'll just force me to go okay that one finally i'll do that one. well i tell you what james um jeez uh, uh i, w- I want to start doing more older games again because we haven't like seems that. like we've been doing 
a lot of uh, PS4 games this past year or two. How about like a six uh, Super Nintendo or what do you want? Let's do a. I don't know. You call it. You call it. I'll stop talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you uh, talk about some interesting stuff, and maybe I'll look around my game room a bit. <laughs> Your game room. Interesting stuff. Oh, gosh. You know, I was thinking that, reflecting more on Zelda, and my least favorite Zelda... Now, saying something's my least favorite is still, like... Or my least favorite Zelda is still like a really good game. I love. I really like this entire franchise. Like you, I agree with you. It's not the best. But I think Zelda Two, that side scrolling. I, I don't know. I need. I need. I was. I tried that. I played that game so much. I never beat it. And I think that's why. It's always gonna be a. <laughs> you know what? You're doing. You're doing a pretty good job of riffing there, buddy. I can't. I can't think of anything old right now. I'm gonna go with uh, because I was planning on playing it anyway. Um, have you ever played any of these uh, Crimes and Punishments Sherlock Holmes games? For what system? This is for the PlayStation 4. Okay. I've, been, I've been thinking about playing one of these. Um, they're basically like a whodunit type of game, you know, point click. I was thinking about doing that, or um, I've got Hades. Um, it's like 20 bucks for a physical copy right now. Uh, I would suggest getting that if, regardless of, uh, if we play it. Um, 20 bucks for a physical copy of a game that's won all these damn awards, you know, Game of the Year IGN, Game of the Year, you know, multiple things. Are you saying um, Hades? Hades for PS4? Yeah. PS4, Hades, and I'm guessing we're going to be some sort of demonic character. Uh, yeah, it, it's kind of like a roguelike Probably one of oh, oh okay no it's a, this is this is more consumable yeah this is looks a lot like uh, Diablo is that what I'm looking at here yeah yeah it, it does look and play similar to Diablo um, but apparently it's got like a really robust storyline you play as like a god game uh, of the anytime. year yeah let's do this yeah, yeah won a lot of game of the years um, so yeah let's let's do Hades I think a lot of people can relate to that um, and it's one I've been wanting to go ahead and crack open and play anyway so. Well, I just bought it. It's on my on the way. Twenty bucks. Sweet. Did you ever get that uh, chicken fleece? I did, and that looks good. Okay, cool. Um, no, it, it was stellar, man. I really, I really do like that game. Uh, only like taking maybe six hours to get through. It's oh, not okay. a long game. Um, That's what yeah, I right now. Not a long yeah. game. And playable in front of children is a bonus, but not not necessary. Uh, I would. I, it's not playable in front of children. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. There is actual cussing. There is nudity in the way of there's a dead female at one point but she's you know it just shows her butt but and she also has like a llama head because all the characters in the game mm. are anthropomorphic but uh it it is it is a good game i like right. i really liked it uh, just the tone and the colors and everything that was, I, I really enjoyed chicken police quite a bit i didn't expect to like it near as much as i did um, really, really had a lot of fun with that, but uh, yeah, yeah, so uh, not chicken, please. Hades next. Um, I'm probably gonna play this just full disclosure, the Sherlock Holmes first because I think it's really short, but I'll get into Hades. And from everything I've heard on other podcasts, people that start playing Hades don't stop for months. Oh, like, they get it's one of those type of games where you get drawn in and you're thinking about it while you're at work. And you want to come home to play, you know, and you're thinking about strategy and how to do this and that and all that kind of stuff. And if, if that's the case, 
I'm really down for a game like that because it has been a while. All right, let's check it out. Cool, cool. Any who's it? Uh, anything else we need to talk about? We've got about an hour here, don't we? We've we are over an hour. We're we're set, man. I'd like to uh, cool. watch that new Resident Evil movie and maybe appear on Video Games the movie again. That was one hundred percent. Yeah, you and I can do an episode anytime you want to. One of these days when I get some extra scratch, I'll eventually get my own Zoom. So. Hey, I don't yeah. sound like a jerk, you know, for the rest of my life. Uh, yeah, sounds great. <laughs> but, um, yeah, definitely do listen to that show, Video Games and Movie. Kuju and I just did a show over uh, Detective Pikachu. Uh, James, you were on the show before that where we did um, A Big Christmas, finally. And uh, we tacked on the interview with uh, Kevin uh, Kujawowski on that one. Cool. So you can uh, you can hear that, which is super cool. And, uh, yeah, listen to our friends over at the RPG show. Uh, I was recently on a show on that as well for Dragon's Dogma. I heard it. Which is, did you, you listen to that one? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was, uh, that's a great game. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, if you just want to turn your brain off, it's a great game. You know, it's just an RPG, no story, just, just play, a lot of fun. Just gameplay is stellar on that game, had a lot of fun with it. Um, and it's cheap as balls too. So yeah, listen to that. If you're a fan of dragons, dogma, or just kind of want to get an idea of what it's about. And yeah, just check them out. That's the RPG show. Um, yeah. And they got links to the discord on their website and stuff. I think we have links on our Facebook as well somewhere. And if not, just contact me personally, uh, through our Facebook page, which is, uh, is it worth it on Facebook? Is it worth a podcast? I believe I got to get in and, there and make, do some moves or something, update some stuff. Yeah, I keep thinking we need to do that sort of stuff. We've been kind of lax, you and I both. Uh, that's just because we've been doing this for like I think seven years. Yeah, it's been great. <laughs> it's just we're like, yeah, you know, seven or eight years, and it's just like, man, uh, yeah, yeah. We just kind of phone it in a little bit. Uh, just be thankful. Anyone listening, be thankful we're still even doing this shit. You know, mm-hmm. I love doing it. Like honestly, I would just just like if no one was listening and it was just you and me like choosing a game and then like you and I talking about it at the end of the month, I would still do it because I just love doing that. You know, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's a lot of fun to me. And you know, you've become like I've said many times, one of my uh, best friends over the years, and we've never even met. So yeah. one day, hey, it's coming. Yeah, one of these days, yeah. I keep thinking this is the year I'm going to go out and fly out and see James, but. And this would be the year for it because I'm actually in pretty good shape and tan. <laughs> so I wouldn't look out of place in California. I've been tanning for the first time in my life. So I looked up go. flights the other day, but it's like nine hours to get to you. Just because yeah, no direct flights and layovers and all that malark. But uh, it's going to happen. Yeah, you'd, you'd have to go to Tulsa probably. I'd pick you up from like we have an airport here in Fort Smith, but it's actually ends up costing more if you fly direct so we'd probably just have to pick you up in tulsa which is fine all right no problem doing that i'll write that down and just keep it in my mind it's gonna happen buddy it will happen yeah if you want to come out here like probably better for me to go out there because california sounds interesting whereas you know arkansas where i live i've never been to arkansas so i gotta do it so either way we'd love to have you man you know we i I would spend a week cleaning the house making sure it didn't look like total shit when you got here and yeah we could just hang out my game room all week just play whatever you wanted man i'd love to do that and just drive around and check out some of your old your uh your video game stores or your pawn shop and and oklahoma since i'm that close we gotta do oklahoma oh yeah literally from the place i work which is five minutes away from my home i can throw a rock over the river and hit oklahoma Yeah, yeah, Oklahoma is right there. Tulsa, we take you to OKC, you know, which is actually a metropolis. So that's that would feel a little more home, I'm sure. 
Cool, man. Yeah. It'll happen. Yeah, yeah. It'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it at some point. You know, maybe one of us will win the lottery, which I did. I, I bought a scratch off ticket for the first time yesterday. Um, I've never bought one before. And the very first thing I scratched said, you win $50. So there you Whoa. go. I'm the lottery. Yeah. Now you're hooked. Pretty, pretty sweet. No, I don't think I'll buy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm done. All right. <laughs> I, I'm ahead. Anyway, man, you get some sleep. I know this is a weeknight for you, and you got school tomorrow. And That's stuff, right. So. All right, buddy. All right, man. Well, until then, what can they do? Keep it retro. And we'll see you next time. See ya. Later, bud. See ya. Bye. Wake up in the forest. I'm like, what's the dilly? Some kid just stole my magic flute and rode up on my filly. So now I'm rolling down a hole and now it don't hurt a bit. But homeboy changes up my face and then I flip my shit. Oh, baby, look at my eyes. They glow, glow. Look at my open. Oh, oh. Fairies be telling me no, no. I'm buying fresh and flowery. Wait, this dude looking so creepy. Don't stop in that shop Cause the moon is gonna drop Go fight, make it right Cause there's only three nights Tick tock on the clock And the moon don't stop, no Look at the weird pointy boobs On this cracked up fairy She looked like Poison Ivy's mom Yeah, she's straight up scary And now I'm grooving through the town On a mission to mingle but I'll kick you to the curb unless you drop it like tingle. I'm talking about everybody trying to get down, down. Grab my drums and pound, pound. Time to drop it like Doc Brown, Brown. We fall and rolling up through the snow, snow. Rapping that fishbowl so low. Cosplaying like a mo, fo. Cosplaying like a mo. Don't stop Ha, ha, ha.